get ready to power start your day with wealth, lifestyle, and leadership coach, Nicola Smith-Jackson. Tune in each Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern for your daily dose of motivation and business education to help you build big business and be successful. And now, here's Nicola. Good morning, family, and welcome to Power Start Your Day. It's me in there, Nicola Smith-Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you, and that's for you to build a big business. We're here coaching you every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you've not done this already, go ahead, share the call with others. They can dial in the 602-753-1848 or... Listen online with their smart device, iPad, tablet, PC, or Mac at blogtalkradio.com forward slash success with Nicola. Always remember, if there's ever a challenge, you can always go to blogtalkradio forward slash success with Nicola and listen in. Or, um, you know, the the replay is always uploaded to successwithnicola.com. I want you to know something, that uh, this series, Winning Through Consistency, has been um, just so powerful, you know, um, even for me. And I, I want us to talk about this because many a times we think that when we're talking about consistency um, in, uh, in business, that that's the only way to prosper. And I want you to know that um, also being consistent in your personal life will flow over into your professional life. There are some people who um, will lose very, very valuable Um, relationships through inconsistency. And so what we want to aim for is consistency with character all the way around the board. And this will make it easier for you to um, have massive success. You know, if you really want to up-level your life, um, which will ultimately up-level your business, because everything that you see, everything that you do, everything that you experience first starts from the inside. People think it starts from the outside, but it's quite the opposite. So I wanted to talk about today um, how you can win through consistency by taking responsibility. Taking responsibility. And when you take responsibility, you get to own the results. It's such, such a pure and authentic way to have real freedom because you could actually make some cash And be bound by your transgressions of life. And so our scripture is going to be coming out of Proverbs 28 and 13. And I'm going to reference to Ezra 10 and 4 as well. So I want us to go to the Lord together because I believe that this is going to help uh, some people. And I also, like I told you, I know this is going to be a game changer, uh, this entire series for those who are just like tired of just not getting results. In life and their business, like literally so much to be grateful for, but inside you feel like, you know, I'm just not thriving. So we got something for that. Dear Lord, we come before you. We honor you today because today is a day that you've made and we're glad. We're joyous. We're here in the land of the living. Dear Lord, we have been saying this to you every morning. And my Lord, it just never gets old just to think that you are the one who's given us, who breathed uh, the breath of life into each and every one of us and the only one that can take life. And so to to just say thank you one more time, we would never cause that a 
a waste of time. Put on today, dear Lord, we're, we're wanting to be consistent. It's a huge challenge because so many variables, so many things are changing and always changing in the world. So how can we be the same just like you are the same? We want to have the mind of Christ. But we still want to be attached to the world. There must be a balance and we know Holy Spirit, our helper who knows everything who will teach, guide, direct, and correct us, will put us on the path that you've made straight. But we want to take responsibility and even admit that we're the ones that make the path crooked most of the time. Help us. Help us take responsibility. So we can make it easier for you to have mercy on us. You've given us so many chances, yet we still continue just mess it up somehow. We repent right now for those things that are displeasing to you and acknowledging the right mindset. That will make it easy for you to give us everything that we want. We honor you and bless you and seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. So let's go to Proverbs 28 and 13. Baby, listen. You know, It says, whoever conceals his transgressions will not prosper, but he who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. Now, we know that God says that he wished above all that we be in good health as we prosper, like we want He wants our soul to prosper, meaning our mind, our will, our intellect, our way of thinking. He said, listen, if we want to prosper, we can't conceal, we can't continue to cover up or not take responsibility for the things that we can. And there are some huge benefits to taking responsibility. Man, it's a game changer. I can share with you a very brief story of when I decided to take responsibility. I can remember, guys, you see my mom at the time of this recording, God has graced her with 72 years on this earth and so many of those years when I can go back and I say, wow, she is definitely one of the strongest women I know. And maybe, you know, the news or history is not writing about her like some of the greats, but she's definitely great in my eyes, like a Harriet Tubman or Rosa Parks or what have you. And I can remember sometimes very tough, tough conversations, you know, There was a time in my life where I strayed so far away from the teachings of my family, 
and what my mom had raised me to do. It seemed like um, I, I kept it in my heart, um, but my actions were just like rebellious. And it's so crazy on where we would get to a place where people who we know have our best intention or have the best, um, you know, intention for us, that those are the very people that we just want to contend against or even sometimes just detest. And so we say that a lot in our, you know, years, whether we're teenage years trying to bust into grown man or grown womanhood. And I can remember, you know, I just, I, I moved out. I, I moved out and I was uh, 18. I wasn't even 19 yet. And I moved out and, and got my own place. And my mom and dad said, mom, I'm, I want to move, you know, because I just, you know, we know how that is. I, and by this time I had my boyfriend and I wanted to I want to go and come as I please. And she said, not in this house. And I'm like, but I'm helping you pay bills. And she said, still, it ain't your house. You do that in your own house. So I said, okay, well, I'm just going to get my own house. And But I can go back and say, even though I might have thought that that was the thing to do, it wasn't the right way. It wasn't the right way. I, I, I know better than the, you know, like, I just moved out with my boyfriend, right? Boyfriend. Not husband, boyfriend. And then I ended up Pregnant with my first set of twins. Uh, by 20, I had um, delivered those twins, and most of them, you heard the story, neither one of them uh, survived. I was very stressed out. What was I doing at 19, pregnant and stressed out? I brought that on myself. And then now, right after that, I got pregnant again with my um, my first delivered son, Savon, and so by 21, I was now having a premium. By this time, I moved all the way away to um, South Florida. I had lived in Philadelphia, Virginia, and then moved to South Florida. Now, I wouldn't change my life uh, or my, my uh, things for nothing because look at how I traveled the nation helping people to any of those cities. I've had to go right through there. And so by this time, I'm in South Florida. Now I have um, my son, and uh, life is hard. His dad now by this time is incarcerated incarcerated by the time I was five and a half months pregnant. So here I am with a big belly, I have to drive myself to the hospital, deliver my son, and a lot of things just was not good. And so obviously new mom um, and uh, later on, all kind of crazy stuff going on. So I moved back to Georgia, fast forward. So I had Savon in uh, 95 and I moved back to Georgia in 99. So now by this time, I am I moved back in my own my own home and you know, even at that age, still pretty young and having a five bedroom, three bed house, I was able to do that. I sold my business, sold uh two properties, came back. I was doing what people would say doing okay. But I really wasn't. There were some unresolved things that was going on on the inside of me and um, one of those unresolved things was I had wished all of a sudden that my dad had more um, time in my life. I had wished that my mom and dad had really made it, that we had really been a family. Um, now, mind you, now I'm a whole grown woman with my own kids now, and I'm still going back to childhood. Now, how many people can relate to that? And then I, I literally started, you know, um, saying, hey, you know, you guys know I'm over here by myself. I need some help. 
with these kids. I'm exhausted. And my mom said, well, I told you not to go down that road and you decided to do that. Now you think it's everybody else's problem because you have a problem. Now, in my immature mind and probably you even at that point, I'm like, OMG, that is like so mean. I always help you guys when you ask me for help and all this stuff. And I'm like, and here I am. I need somebody to help me. I'm tired. You hear, you know, and, uh, like you you lie, you made that bed. You lie in it. You a grown woman, ain't you? I was like, oh. Say, yeah, you're taking your kids into two different prisons, but didn't you know that was gonna happen? Or didn't you know it was a possibility that that could happen? Did you know that? And I'm sitting there like, yeah, I knew that was a possibility. And you also knew that was a possibility that the lifestyle that your son's father was living, that there was a possibility that they could have even had worse, like lose their life, right? Yeah, I I didn't know that was a possibility. (laughs) So I can remember one time after being so exhausted, bathing those two kids, coming from the salon bathed them late in the night, fixing their food for the next day. It was late, and I got down on my knees, and I just started praying inside of my bed, and I said, you know, Lord, I want to take full responsibility. I just want you to forgive me. So my grandma told me about repenting, but I don't really know what that is. But whatever it is that's making my life so hard, I just don't want to do that anymore. I don't want that life anymore. I don't want anything unclean in my life anymore, and I will serve you the rest of my days. Now, mind you, when you're emotional, you'll say some things that you really don't know what that means, but it just seemed like it was right at that time. But for the first time in my life, I thought I was a responsible person, but that's different than taking responsibility. Yeah, I took care of my bills. I took care of my kids. But I had to own responsibility. And I realized that there were some benefits to responsibility. And it brings me to Ezra 10 and 4. And I I, I know that the, the story in Ezra was a little bit different. It was, you know, hey, by this time, these people... God's people was doing all kind of cray-cray stuff. You know what I mean? They now taking on all these wives. They were doing all kind of crazy stuff. You go back and read it yourself. But, you know, it didn't matter that King Solomon kind of started it. You thought he was wise enough not to get all those wives and kind of create some things. That's why we have to be careful as leaders and be responsible and walk in responsibility. Because some of the things that we do now, other people going to follow and do it. And then now, you know, they now have to still take responsibility. That's why the laws of the Lord doesn't exempt you just if you don't know the laws. Same way with the laws of the land. You can just not know the law and still break the law and still get in trouble, can't you? Same answer 10 and 4 says, hey, arise, for it's your task. We are with you, but be strong and do it. So what I'm telling you is the benefits to responsibility is that number one, you'll become a leader who can follow instructions. 
Now, you know, some people think that leaders are not to follow any instructions. They just could do their own thing, and that means that's being a leader. Honestly, doing your own thing is very irresponsible because people get hurt, including yourself. A lot of things that we can take responsibility for, we go back and say it was self-inflicted. Like my mom has shared with me, like, come on, come on, little girl, you was an A student. You knew you had a, a answer back for everything. So you ain't going to tell me you didn't think ahead and know that there were possibly some challenges that you were going to face with the decisions that you made. But when you take responsibility, you actually will learn from a life lesson. You won't just keep repeating them. You'll learn from a life lesson. So it literally took me into, and this is a little personal, but it took me into celibacy for several years. Several years. And and where I still had healthy um, relationships with with, with men and everything like that, I, I, I actually had a lot of great friends to come along. I was able to become healthier. Another benefit is that you become a healthy person. You become a healthy person. You won't just open yourself up to everything and you won't just do anything when you take responsibility. Like literally I had great friends. I still dated. I had a, my life was amazing And later on, when I met Robert, who became my husband, we went two years without any kind of relations outside of building a friendship. Because I took responsibility. I wasn't going to bring anyone else into my kid's life that I would now have to go back on my knees for the same thing. You know, that was true repentance. I didn't want to keep going back for the same thing. I didn't mind going back to God for something else. But the same thing just sounds crazy. It seemed like I was slowing my own progress down. I don't know if there's some people out there keep going to God for the same thing. And he already told you what to do. And you told him you was going to do something, but you just never did it. And you still want him to do something else or change how he rolled when he cannot change because he's God. So maybe you're telling them that you're going to do what you said you were going to do to hit that goal, to be more consistent, but you keep trying to not be consistent and you just want him to change the rules. He says it's better not to even promise if you're going to promise and not keep it. So when when you say this, you have better relationships with yourself that will ultimately lead you to better relationships with People, unless you take responsibility, you'll always be a victim. You'll always keep saying you didn't see it like that or you didn't understand it like that or you didn't easily shifting the blame somewhere or to someone else. And that is a powerless position. So when you become the victor, the benefit of taking responsibility is you become more powerful. Another benefit is you become more courageous. You feel more powerful 
you become courageous. You're like, I got this. I got this. So rejection won't have the same chokehold on you. Choke you up, make you won't even open your mouth and talk to anybody because you just scared they're going to say no. And courage is a huge benefit of responsibility, taking responsibility, but then now you get certainty that you know, that you know, I know some people are going to say no, but I know somebody going to say yes, and I got to keep going until I get to that person. Because somebody is going to say yes. Now, I am training some people on a challenge, and I'm telling them, like, hey, on a day-to-day basis, you got to win you got to have some wins every day. How many times you going to keep dragging along to get to an enrollment in your business? And you patting yourself on the back to keep saying, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. It's called income-producing activity. So some days you don't need to go to bed until the goal is to produce income in you and your team. So if you're not to the place where you can look at the back office and things just rolling on up, you got work to do, boo. You ain't there yet. You can't be looking at what somebody else is doing who is probably light years ahead of you. Because at some point in time, they had to be focused on the grind. And this is the thing. When you become certain, you start making more cash. Taking responsibility can help you create that MBA you want. Yes, the massive bank account. Taking responsibility, you no longer are just waiting and waiting on waiting. You're not waiting on your team. You're not waiting on the company to give you another tool. You're not waiting on your upline to give you instructions every day. You don't want your upline to be your boss until you need them to do everything for you. You got to be stable in your mind. The instructions have gone forth so many times. So why would you keep saying you don't know what to do? Taking responsibility is saying, I'm done with all that now. Tough talk my mom had with me. At the time of this recording, I'm 46 years young, I think. At this point, taking responsibility for even my emotions and everything is like having the hands of time turning back in a good way. Like, I feel more vitality in my entire being. And the thing is, is that it's in such overflow, I can't help but to share every day. Life get a lot better when you take responsibility. And so being consistent is like how you live. It's just who you are. And also taking responsibility and say, hey, I messed up. 
I messed up. But I ain't going to keep messing up. Not with the same thing. You miss not on learning a new lesson if you keep repeating the same thing. Listen, king, queen, I just, I just got to tell you. It's a good thing when you can face the truth. It's a good thing. The word tells us the truth. When you know the truth, the truth will set you free. So anything other than that is bondage. And there's no way you can go as far as God created you to go in bondage. No way. Network marketing. I know people look at the glass half empty, but it's more than full. I sometimes think that we give too much. That's why folk don't want to act on it. I don't know what it is because the two companies that I became part of, I've only been in part of two companies, and um, I vow that this is, the, this is the last one for me. I mean, I can tell you this. Unless it were my own or something like that. I'm not interested in that. But I can tell you this here. Um, both companies, I can remember the first one, the founders were only Spanish-speaking. So so was the customer service. So was everything. Customers, everything, Spanish-speaking. And see, we were like part of the first crew of English-speaking people. And they, they got an English-speaking customer service person and and they would sit on the line. We can we can call and we would dial and sometimes we would stay on hold for three hours straight. Now there's some people that call a customer service at their company and it's on hold for three minutes and they already like, whoa, 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 what's going on? This ain't good customer service. I can't do this. We were on hold for three hours. And then when we get on, we text our team ahead. And we let them know so they stand by. So we make one order. We patch in the next person and they make the next order. We patch in the next person. We make the next order. And under those circumstances, I still made my first million in my first full year of doing it. Because I said, this going to work. I took on the responsibility to say when I got on as the leader, I was able to get other people on so they can get their things done. I've been, I've been creating ways for people, but I ain't only been creating ways. I stayed in the grind. And then the next coming we came, hey, they have nothing like what we got now. So when you take responsibility, all I can say up level is on the way. Don't be afraid to take responsibility. It's all right. Let's open up. I think people want to say hello. I'm going to go briefly. We got several people in the queue. Good morning. God bless you. 954-0014. How are you? Winning through consistency. 
Good morning. How are you, Madame Queen? God bless you, Queen. Good morning. I can. Good morning. Good morning, and thank you. I'm Tangela Brown, and um, <laughs> man, um, I just thank you so much for being so consistent on these calls. No matter what is going on, um, you're always so consistent. And for me, that's a game changer, and it just showed me that um, even – in everything that I do, I need to be more consistent in my in my processes and take responsibility. And I've been saying this year about becoming new, all things new, and becoming a better self of myself. And I'm becoming a student of myself, so therefore I can shift higher. Mm-hmm. And um, yesterday... Um, you went over Genesis 1 and 28 and you went on Ephesians and interesting enough I have 1 and 28 on my vision board for me to look at every day and Ephesians 5 I have a t-shirt that says uh, be intentional but on the back it has a scripture and I have fell asleep in that shirt so it was just so many confirmations that I know that I'm on the right track but I know that I'm on the right track, not just for myself, because I've come to understand that you have to have the mindset of Christ, and you have that. And when he said that I come so that you may have life more abundantly, and if we just think that way that, that we come so that someone can have life more abundantly in the information that we provide and the encouragement that we provide, what a ripple effect that we will make. So I thank you for this morning. I thank you um, once again to being consistent and speaking the truth that definitely cuts because when it cuts, that means that there's going to be a change. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate mm-hmm. you. And um, I was at my first conference this year in 2020, and I met you, and I just thank you once again for just being so kind and speaking to me. And you mentor me from afar, so I appreciate you. Now, thank you. Well, God bless you, Queen. So, Tess, I want you to do something. It was like Holy Spirit kept telling me I wanted to allow you to get it all out. And and um, I just heard that you said, you know, I can't put the new wine in the old wine skin. And what I encourage you to do is that that cry that you're holding back when you get off the phone. I don't care who's around where you are. I'll need you to just give that huge, huge, huge cry out to God and let it all out because you don't have to be, that's not being strong. You can let it out. Seems like some kind of way there's been so much suppression, so much uh, maybe when you've been trying to say how you really feel, maybe you don't think either people care or they don't, or you don't think they're getting what you're trying to say. But I think that God set that up for a reason. I've been in those places in my life where nobody, it seemed like no one understood me, but it forced me to go to who made me. So you do that cry out. I've, 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 I've had to do that a few times, and it's always like a big shift. 
And don't try to think about what you say to God. Just say it from the heart. And like with the loudest, the loudest roar you can. And um, I know it sounds like crazy probably what I'm telling you to do. I'm just telling you stuff that I've done that I know that it was like a work. It was such a release. Because it is not the same release when you're trying to be frustrated with someone else and you putting it out or taking that on someone else. It's not the same release as releasing your whole heart to God who could really do something about it. I don't know what, what that means to you. I'm just sharing with you what I heard. And um, I don't know. I've seen times where I've told people certain things that God has told me to tell them. I'm not that type of person that be saying, oh, I'm prophesying. I'm not into that. I'm not, that's not me. I don't believe that's my calling. I have some people in my life that would say, oh, you're wrong. But I want you to know that that's what God said to me. And I need you to do that because I think it's going to be such a game changer for you just even to take that instruction. I don't know what else is going to be opening up for you, but I know that there's some things that are going to open up wide and it's going to happen much faster than, um, you think. Thank it really you. Is. Thank you. No, I appreciate your words. Yes, God bless you. Going to do it, because let me tell you something. That whole thing, especially with black women, I don't know if you guys know, even in, in the supernatural, I mean, you're holding back your blessing. Pride um, comes before the fall, and so let it go. And then the other thing is, is that um, especially in um, our minority community, um, you know, heart disease is so bad and, and people think that it's only because of the high cholesterol diet. It's not. It, it also is in our mind, our emotions. We're just unhealthy in a lot of areas. And so um, being able to express yourself and even sometimes with me, I might have an art with somebody and I just go and let them know. And, and people be like, oh my gosh, I, I have them deep talks with folk. If I have some challenge, I have the deep, let's sit down, let's talk. So I can know that I can release things in my heart about the person and release the person if necessary. You got to do what you got to do so that you can take responsibility. 470, last four, 55, 73, last. Oh, that's a little loud. I'm sorry. 678, last four, 8447. I said I'll take one more. That's it. Are you there? Good morning. God bless you. All right. Well, I don't know. I don't know. That's that's one of the reasons I've been stopping to take in the calls because these podcasts are going somewhere. And so I don't know uh, where they're going either, but God said that it's going to be uh, a time where there are going to be um, tens and tens, maybe even hundreds of thousands of people that are going to be going back listening to these replays. He's already told me that, and I already see the positioning that he's doing. And so I just want to say, God bless you. Make today a very productive day. Um, look at some areas of your life. I don't know. Just choose one where you can take full responsibility because when you take responsibility, you get to own your results. Don't you want to own your results? Don't you want to own your results? Got to take responsibility. 